0: Welcome to the Urban Wine Club Podcast. Pour a glass, sit back, and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. I am very excited to introduce a new series that we're going to launch on Greek Wine Club and Greekazon. It's a Greek winemaker series. I can't tell you how important this is, in my opinion, how uh, interesting and amazing it's going to be. But before we get into any of that, let me introduce my co-host, Foti Stamos. Hi, Foti.
1: Yeah, so Ari, and I'm also equally excited to launch this new series. I think it's been way overdue that we finally get to bring to our platform the individuals behind the glass. And with us as well, we have our special friend, because he is special (laughs) to us, Johnny (laughs) Livanos of Diamond Wine Importers. Um, Johnny, thank you for joining us and helping us put this together.
2: My pleasure. It's always a pleasure to talk about Greek wines, especially when we have awesome guests like we do today. Um, So do you want me to introduce Stelios? Absolutely. Let's
1: dive right into it.
2: All right, so uh, with us today is Stelios Boutaris of Kiriani Estate. He's joining us from Nausa, Greece. So you can see him in the beautiful background uh, with the fantastic mountains in the back. Stelios, thanks for joining us today. Hi, hi guys. Thank you for having me.
1: Thank you so much for taking the time. Um, It's an honor as well, because for me, as a big fan of yours, Stelios, I had mentioned to the guys prior to this, not to take up too much time, but when I started my professional career in the wine industry, the Greek wine industry, back in the mid-90s, your family and your winery was one of the first um, representations I had to display and showcase what Greece has to offer. And I've watched you and your family develop over the last 25 years, and it's been amazing to see where you started and where you are today. So thank you so much for that. It's finally um, uh, a blessing to have you here with us as well.
3: Thank you, thank you, Foti. It's been it's been a, it's been a long ride, <laughs>
1: but a good, <laughs> a good one, a good ride. I I must say, I'm sure there's been a lot of work, a lot of pain, sacrifices, and so forth. But I think that the work that you've done, in my opinion, has literally paved the road uh, into today's modern Greek wine culture, and uh, it's helped reshape the image. Of, of Greek wines, specifically for us here in the U.S.?
3: Yeah, I mean, I remember um, back in the 90s, I, I you know, after after finishing school, uh, in order to get some work experience, I spent uh, three years in the States trying to drink wine. So, you know, I, I, I've i been to many, many wi- uh, wine stores and restaurants at that time, completely different scene, not just for, for Greek wine, for all wine. But uh, uh, I still remember one guy in Florida where I tried to, where are you from, Greece? We're selling wine. Why don't you go back home, boy? <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I have to say this this uh, this this uh, meeting at that time really stamped me and and uh, really gave me a lot of um, will and power to 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 come back to this store. I don't know it's <laughs> it, but uh, we, in, we have you know, to find yeah.
0: we have to find that guy and yeah, yeah, us, yeah. You
3: know, <laughs> but, but I gotta tell you, you know, it's uh, Greek wine. Uh, you know, uh, our family has definitely been uh, renaissance. But the greek wine has come a long 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 way um you know i mean, if you go back uh 20 25 years the only wines you could find was like cheap retinas or cheap 1.5 liters and diners and all that now we have uh, v- varieties like acyptico or Xinomavro or moscofilero um Aioritico, you know the saint george that are established varieties um i think from Santorini, but also from plant in other places in Greece, is really spearheading the way um, in, in 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 putting Greek wine in in the world wine map. You know, the the the, the wines are much more modern, much more crisp, much more uh, 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 easier to enjoy, but very important also with their own character. Right. You know, it's right. not a, Greece is not a country that's creating me-too wines. You know, we have our indigenous varieties that are really unique. Uh, and uh, more and more winers are working harder on them. And uh, so I'm very, I'm very optimistic that we're going to see a lot of things happening in the future as
2: well. Excellent. That's awesome, because Foti, Ari, and I are all Greek-Americans, and as Greek-Americans, we really love to share that pride and passion for Greek products. I feel like that's, that's something that drives us as well. Um, you know, we always try to stay true to our roots, and as you know, as since I got started in the wine industry, you know, 20 years ago, or less than that, actually, uh, <laughs> I, I feel like I've seen so much improvement in the wines in Greece. And um, in my first, actually, that's funny to say, with, uh, kind of piggyback off what Foti said, one of the first wines I had, uh, Greek wines, when I was working at zaitinia Jose Andres' uh, restaurant in Washington, D.C., and they were pouring Ramnista by the glass. Right. And... And that's kind of what put me on my journey now to where I'm decided to dedicate myself to selling Greek wine with, with Diamond Wine Importers. So um, it's been awesome to really push and, and help advocate for for products of Greece, especially the fantastic wines that getting better and better every year.
1: And, and Johnny, to your point, you just mentioned something, you know, we use this 20 year mark, right? In 20 years, it seems like it's a long time. But in my opinion, the progression has happened so fast. The ability to actually jump on board and join the other leading uh, regions of the world that produce fantastic wines, we're we're right there. We're right there, I think, with all of them. It's just a matter of creating that awareness yeah, of that man. in the last 20 years, what we used to be, as Stelios had said, known for Retsina, Mavrodafni, and bulk cheap wine, to now some of the most, most balanced, well-made wines that any country can offer for the market. Okay. Um, can we let Stelios kind of give us a little bit of a timeline about how it all started for Eustelios, Um with it, you know, with well, um, uh,
3: you know, I've, I've been, I've, I'm a fifth generation winemaker. You know, my the business started from with my great grandfather. However, there's always a generation in between, so I consider myself a fifth generation. So, you know, I was, I, I always knew I was going in the wine business. Thank God, the it's, the wine business is a great business. <laughs> you know, you cannot get bored. You know, it. Uh, uh, so I, I always knew I was going to join the business, and uh, and. Um, you know, first uh, after finishing school, as I said, I went to America to, to learn a little bit about the trades, and the business. And then I was very lucky because in 2004, my father, I mean, it was really my mother. She knew that it, was, it would be very difficult to have my father work and me working together. You know? mm-hmm. So so he was actually very, very nice. And the, the, the day I told him, listen, I want to, you know, I'm here, and I want to run the business, I want to run the estate here, uh, he just left, you know, and he, he just let me do what I wanted to do, you know allowing me to do my mistakes, allowing me to, to create new things, really gave me a, a lot of confidence. And now I feel much, 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 much more better. The business has grown. Um, new products have come. The styles of the wine have changed a little bit. We we'll try to be more on the fruit side. My father was not that much on the side. I uh, would we'll try to make micro micro cuves, you know, like really, really studying Sinoma Vro studying the grape varieties we have, studying Assyrtiko, and, and really trying to make the best out um, of You know, my father was, of course, he was into quality and everything, but he wasn't into detail as, as desire. And, and and we already see some of these uh, results happen. Also, what we did is that uh, I focused a lot on the export. And, uh, you know, in the beginning, you know, export is a very, very exporters. You think it's, you don't make a phone call and you send the palette of wine. Doesn't work. So you really have to to, to, to go or walk the market, as they say, and, and and really, you know, put a bag on your back, uh, put six bottles of wine and just go from account to account, just taste wine. And, and you really work as an ambassador and <clears throat> an ambassador, not, not just for, 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 for wine, but for Greece as well. You know, we, we feel... And this is something that, you know, I've been talking with a lot of other winemakers that, you know, it's 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 and we're very lucky that we have a prime minister these, these days. and He's also a wine. He's a wine lover. Uh, uh, he, really, we see wine as one of the few products that you actually put on the table and says product of Greece. People can read it. Um, you might have heard that uh, 70, 80 percent of all the extra virgin olive oil exported from Greece. Goes to Italy, bottled as Italian, you know, blended as an Italian, you know. With wine, this cannot happen, you know. I mean, a, a, it's one of the very few products that you have it on the table and it says proud to be Greek, and right. and and um, this is something that's that's that, 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 that's very important uh, for 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 Greek wine when we go out in the export markets and talk about. See, what happened is that you had. And if I backtrack a little bit, uh, you had the, the Greek uh, wine renaissance started in the 90s. You had a lot of uh, young winemakers wine coming. Half of these guys worked for my father at that time, <laughs> right? And, and, and uh, you know, my father was always had always the idea that, you know, we have to grow the pie. Okay, I'll get a big piece. But the more the merrier, the more wineries, the more people work in the same mentality. The better for everybody, and and you know this is something that he he practiced throughout his life, uh, and and uh, this is something that I think um, touches me, of course, uh, very much. And uh, we see it happen, you know, it's, we see it happen.
2: So you have yeah, all these one great, you're this... advocates, you know, getting yeah. advocates yeah. to help to help right. teach people, educate people, spread the word, the gospel of Greece. <laughs> right. So in the nineties, you have all these younger
3: guys coming in and really doing great job and um now they're mature and 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 they have serious businesses serious wineries um uh, what has made a big difference the last few years in Greece is the fact that uh, um that we we are much more uh focused into grape growing you know if you go back you know grape growing was something for the peasants now all the serious wineries own land cultivated try to make the best, best, best fruit. Because if you don't have good fruit, you cannot make quality wine. And and we see that happening. Uh, I strongly believe that Greek whites, at this point, uh, are some of the best value wines uh, in the category between 15 and $25, uh, right? They can compete with any country in the world. Sometimes, usually they beat them, you know? <laughs> uh, and then uh, with the reds, I think we're going to see much more coming in the next few years when, when vineyards will be like 25, 30 years old. And
1: they're going to be starting to get really ripe, great fruit. If I can make a quick point, Stelios, on that thought about red wines that, you know, we are we seem to do better with our whites, yeses, than our reds. But that's because in the international market, especially in the U.S., red wine consumers were usually seeking a certain style of structure that was big and lots of fruit. But what I'm seeing is that the consumer palette is changing from that. There's a transition happening as as we speak where they're moving away from these big fruit bombed wines and moving over to more esoteric balanced wines where I think red wines from Greece are going to have that fit coming soon.
3: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You know, yeah, yes, I mean, Greece was never in the big Cabernet 15-degree wines, you know. Uh, now we have varieties like Zinoma or Lignona or or Ayoritiko, you know. They can make wines that are much more elegant, much more food-friendly. Uh, you know, the, 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 in Greece, we never had wine without food. Food was always on the table with wine, you know. The, the, uh, the, the trend of drinking wine without food started in America. Well, it's good for the wine business because it brought in new generation, new new occasion of drinking. But but in general, uh, I think Greek wine is is very food friendly. You know, the higher acidity level that usually wines have cuts right through the the fat. The the ripe tannins are there. You know, are also very good complementary to food, and and also the uh, the wines are not very high alcohol. Uh, very, very alcoholic. So I think absolutely, the Greek wine is definitely uh, riding this new trend.
1: Um, Now, what was, if I can ask this question, uh, you mentioned that you told your father that you want to take over and um, you want to run with this. Back in the mid to late 90s, what is it that you saw that probably others didn't see in your vision of what you wanted to, what was it about this vision that you had where you are today?
3: Well, um, I have to be, I, have, I have to say that, that that I am ambitious, right? And uh, I hated being on the all other category. I hated having friends coming back to Greece and saying, "Well, you know, I went to this restaurant. I found this Argentinian wine. I found this Lebanese wine. How come? How come uh, 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 I cannot find a Greek wine?" And you know what? I've, I made it into my goal in life. You know, I will not uh, uh, for, for me. I want to be part of the wine world, and I think Greece deserves this. Mm-hmm. And we, we're doing it. We're not there yet, right? Uh, mm-hmm. But we, we're definitely on the right track. Um, we're definitely into 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 creating products that are uh, 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 competitive in pricing, quality uh, quality wise are quite high, are, are consumer friendly. I mean, and. And not only for the weirdos, kind of, you know, uh, I, think, I, think, I think it's very important that uh, Greek wine. And, you know, I keep saying it, uh, you know, you know, we all Greeks here. Uh, Greeks don't like to work together very often. Uh, but uh, again, this is one of the things that we did as, as Greek winemakers. Um, we, we sat together in 2010, worked on a strategic plan, and uh, we set up some goals. And uh, really, we started working together. And, and you know, we'd do a road show and we'd be like four wineries together. This would never happen. Or we, or, or, or I would go and uh, and I would presenting my wines, but then I would take an Agiorgitico with me as well and say, okay, guys, this is Greece. You start with Scofilero, you go to Assyrtico, then you go to Agiorgitico, then you go to Exnovaro. You would show all of them. I would talk not about just Greek wine, uh, my kyriani wine, but rather all Greek. And And this is not just me. I mean, it happened by a lot of people and and this created kind of a moment, momentum
0: that I see and I'm very happy. To. That's amazing to hear I mean I, I love I love to hear that there's, there's a certain maturity and love and respect for what you do to be able to say hey it's not just me, it's all mm-hmm. of us, the, the better for all of us the better for me, let's do this and yeah. I, I just I appreciate and love listening to that story. And Greece, you know, we're a small country in Greece, but it's so diverse. It's such a rich
2: diversity in terrain, geography, climate, and and the indigenous varieties of of Greece. So it takes, you have, it's important, at least for me too. Like, I love to explain to people the diversity of the country, of the landscape, because it helps paint the picture. It helps people understand what makes Greek wines and Greek products so special. It's because they're so diverse. And they have a rich history as well.
3: That's the thing. We have more than 300 indigenous varieties. Of course, mm-hmm. not all of them are, are, are made uh, um, uh, commercially. Or... Commercially, that was a word. Of, uh, but, you know, here is Nausa. There's a mountain right behind me called Vermia. If you if you go up the mountain and down, it's only about 70 kilometers, what's that, 50 miles. You go to a completely different land. Nausa here, where the climate is Mediterranean, about, about 100 kilometers from the sea here from the Aegean. Uh, so we have a nice Mediterranean climate, uh, really nice mild winters, hot summers, not very hot though, because we have the mountain behind us and that during the night a nice breeze comes down and really makes a big difference. Now you go up, up there to Amindion, which is another really up and coming region. This is where my family comes from originally, up in Amindion there. And, and uh, <clears throat> this is a region at 700 meters high. So already we're colder. Uh, the climate is is semi continental, so it means that really cold winters. We had we had snow on April fourteenth wow. <laughs> this year. You know, they had a colder winter than us in the East Coast. Uh, it was, it, really was a, a, it was it was it was amazing. Well, it didn't last long, right? I mean, <laughs> I, if you go to Chicago, if you go to, <laughs> it's different. <laughs> but but it was it was short. But we had we had real snow. Uh, uh, so the climate is, is, is continental. really warm winters, but we have these four lakes that temper the climate because, because of the, the, the big water mass. So this is a completely different region. We have the same variety, Xenomavros, up here and there, producing completely different uh, results. I, the the Kaliriza, for example, or the Alpha Estates, uh, Xenomavros are much more uh, uh, spicy in a way. Uh, here it's a little bit more heavier. You know, just because the soil is different and just because the land is there, the soil is also very sandy. Here, the soil is much more
1: rich. And in a lot of my presentations over the years, Stelius, um, I've identified you as the godfather of Xinomavro. And I truly have tasted plenty of Xenomavros from a lot of grape producers. That, and just to your point, you mentioned they're so different because of where their location is. Right. But Xenomavro, from what I understand, is a very challenging grape to cultivate, and to also produce wine. And I think you've done an amazing job reaching to the point where your xinomavro have been so elegant and wonderful to drink. I've tried to explain xinomavro to uh, our non-Greek friends over the years to try to explain to them what xinomavro is. And obviously we tried to make a comparison, even though there's no justification, in my opinion, to compare xinomavro with other varieties. But could you tell us for our audience, quickly or briefly, uh, what xinomavro is? Well, I wouldn't say I'm the Godfather. I would say my father
3: is the the
1: the, the big Pope. of the king. He's the king.
3: He's the king. Right? <laughs> uh, well, you know, and um, I dare to say that I have a a love-hate relationship would come up from the one hand it's what uh you know put me through school and uh bring out the plate and uh, on the, on the, on the on the dinner table every night And every... still we have a master it's very difficult to grow it's uh it's very susceptible to disease it can be very prolific in the vineyard you really have to make sure that you work very hard and even if you work hard then the harvest will come or like two days of like so and so weather, and you might lose it all. Um, so definitely, it's 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 something we've been working on. Also, I, w- I would say that it is uh, today that there can be like two different schools, very similar to like, like Barolo for it. Because some some people t- say that bro can taste like Nebbiolo. There's no similarity in the DNA or anything. You know the big tannic, acidic, uh, light in color. You know that. Um, however, it's a completely different variety, and I think the nose structure is is so. There's a that more traditional grape grower and wine that makes the more rustic style Xenoma, you know, that need like six, seven, eight, nine, ten years to show the full potential. And you know they they have, as I said, light in color, but uh, the higher acidity level will keep them alive for a long time and if they have mastered the tannins the tannins will mellow out and make like fantastic van de garth, or fantastic uh, wines to be aged then you have the more modern uh, in style that uh, try to bring out more fruit you know less extraction so a little bit more, more modern in style a little more fruit a little darker in color uh, the tannins are still there the character is still there And uh, so it's it's great to have this discussion, you know, I mean, I am not saying that there's a a, a good or bad, it's just that there is a discussion going on that actually, you know, especially now, we get together very often with these guys and, you know, we share wines and we talk about it, you know, we're not into nuclear science, you know, I mean, we make wine, we enjoy it and, you know, we change what we do and young guys, there's a new generation coming coming up now that are all... Quite, quite good in um, in what they're doing. You know, I, I also have the the. I feel that like I have the responsibility to help them. Always, when press comes to the Tukeriani, there's always a table long wine. There's also a table with all the Zinomarros from, from 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 the region. <coughs> so anyway, uh, you know, Zinomarro is not. I'm, I backtrack a lot. Sorry, Zinomarro uh, <laughs> is not is not a, is not an everyday variety. You know, it's not a variety that. Uh, it's for your um, for uh, these two girls, uh, 20 years old. that just someone down for a glass of wine. Oh, let's have a ramista, you know. I mean? <laughs> no, it doesn't work,
1: although, about.
3: although, from a minion, the the cinema from fantastic rose, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, 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 it's very versatile, so you can make a very nice rose, beautiful, beautiful. So, all these like flowers, uh, uh but uh, but with good acidity. That that make it into it as well, all the way to Vanguard, right? So he has a, a very big palette of different wines. Um, we sell much more rosé than the, the than Ramnista, for example, more like a food wine, like an old style um, uh, uh, uh to be put uh, into aging um, and everything. So and also, you have the rosé, the more lighter in style, and then you have the big one, right? the big ones. These are wines for uh, for wine lovers. Yeah, these are wines that. Uh, you know, they go to the 0.1 percent of the people who know about wine. These are the people who, then, you know, they 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 like to drink different. They like to drink special stuff, uh, and this is what's for, for for them. I had a lot of Greek uh, Greek America, Greek Canadian, Greek Australian friends who just get a Ramnista, go to their Italian friend and say, "Forget about this Barolo. This is what." About- <laughs> 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 so. Um, you know, it it's it, so it's a wine for a very special for somebody who's knowledgeable and then and then um uh, uh, it also for me uh okay, I was think wine it needs a little bit of something just to to balance out the high and the high uh tannin structure
1: and then also and still, the, let's also mention um that you make an amazing sparkling rosé from right
3: right well this is a project i'm very proud of. uh you know, i got i got to be honest because you know this is up in amindia and it's the only pdo the only region uh, Recognized Europe, uh, Europe uh, by the European Union as well uh, as 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 a region that can make a wine with a PDO status to it. Uh, you know, sparkling wine in Greece was never, never. I mean, nobody drank it. You know, I mean, champagne would be drunk either in Mykonos uh, or, or 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 when somebody had his birthday and drink champagne with a like a dry champagne with a sweet in the end. I mean, yeah. so nobody, nobody. So I. I you know, traveling and I, I, I've seen it in the States. I've seen the trend of sparkling. And, you know, now sparkling wine is huge, right? I mean, it's, it is growing. I think it's one of the very few categories in America as well that that that, 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 that is growing. So we focus there. We spent like three, four years in trying to make the best out of it. And now with the sparkling rosé, we just like created a new, whole new category. We There were one, the local co-op and us. Now there are more and more and more. From, every, from many, many places. So I'm very proud that we created this little category there, which is on number one set in the United States as well. Thanks to John. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I try my best. <laughs> true, yeah, true. The Akaki Sparkling Rosé is delicious. I mean, it's such a crowd-pleasing wine. It's it's great for every kind of occasion. Um, it's 12% alcohol, with the, but it has, you have the complexity of the xinomavro, but then you have that wonderful fruity finish that I think really makes it such a good, refreshing wine that's perfect for also, all year round, not just you know. Some people always think rosés are are for the summer or for the spring. I think it's a kind of wine you want to have all the time, uh, and it's such a beautiful color too. So when you pour it in a glass, it's a kind of wine that you'll never just sell one glass. You'll always sell at least two. Right. right, <laughs> right. Someone will see it and they'll want one, and then they'll finish the <laughs> whole bottle.
1: Thanks. <laughs> you know, we've been very pleased to see, gentlemen, that um, with to the uh, Akakia sparkling rosé, uh, a ton of orders with non-Greek names to these orders Mm -hmm. being shipped out very happy to hear that (laughs) oh excellent excellent
2: well I think Um, like sparkling rosé sorry one last topic on that I feel like sparkling rosé is it's a unique category as far as winemaking goes in the world because you know I I think champagne is an area that people always recognize but there isn't such a there isn't an area that I think dominates sparkling rosé right there's and I I feel like as far as Greek wines go you know, a sparkling rosé is is such a unique wine that that everyone loves and is attracted to, but there isn't a particular country that is known as as well known for it. So right. it allows people to get introduced to a um, sparkling rosé and have a new varietal, a xino mavro from Greece. So it, for me, I love it because it, it kind of it, it it accomplishes a lot of different things. Uh, if that makes sense. Yeah.
1: So. Well, maybe, maybe this might be the opportunity for Greece to fill fulfill that category of.
3: But well, it's it's, it's, like it's, it's, it's growing it's growing a lot it's
1: growing a lot um, what another thing we want to make uh, a point to our audience who are viewing this is the amazing and fantastic view behind you yes um, <laughs> you you take a look yeah. You yeah. take uh, a better look
0: uh, yes amazing
3: okay this is our vineyard here in now huh? I don't know if I, uh, this is Naus up there and this is Mount Vermion and this is our vineyard here and this is the winery here and and the, the new uh, oh, not too much. Wow, Estelio, yeah.
1: what's being planted in those vines as we see?
3: Well, th- th- these are all like fifty-year-old vines. They're Synomavro. Synomavro,
1: right.
2: and this is a new, a t- uh, new taste. Let me show you here as well. I'm glad you <laughs> get to see people get to see this because you know when I'm sh- when I'm showing wine to people who've never had Greek wines before, they think of Greece as just an island, a country of islands and beaches, but. Yeah. As you can see, you know Greece is about eighty percent mountainous country, and some of the best uh, wineries are in the mountains. So it's really nice to see that. Well, this is my my great grandfather, the first generation.
0: Wow.
3: This is uh, Aunt Aunt Gus Kostakis, the second generation. This is my 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 great my my grandfather, and this is some, an old label of Mutari. Oh wow! Uh, so cool. Uh, this is a new tasting room, John. You haven't been here. No, I haven't seen the new tasting room. Yeah, awesome. TV. Wow. Here's uh, the, the, the shop, small cellar door, and here's the tasting room. And uh, I'm going to have a kitchen there with a, a chef. Oh, and, wow. uh, looking forward to seeing you guys. <laughs> well,
1: I was just going to mention that uh, we are going to put this into the works. Our next visit to Greece will definitely include being at your winery.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, This this is so amazing. Every time we do one of these, uh, I'm sure I'm not going to learn something new, but uh, once again, I've learned so many new things. We appreciate so much your time. Uh, We appreciate what you do. And as always, I want to thank Foti and Johnny for bringing their knowledge and their their connections to people such as yourself, Stelios. We appreciate it so much. We thank you. And um, let's yeah, go ahead. Well,
1: let's just quickly mention too that um, um, obviously we want to thank uh, Stelios from all of us, as you mentioned, Ari. But, you know, for those that are viewing our segment on our Greek winemaker series, um, hopefully this has changed your uh, your opinion in mind about whatever you had as an impression for Greek wine. But definitely visit our shopping, um, our e-commerce for all of uh, Kiryani State's wines that are available. Um, we, you know, we ship across the country. Um, hopefully soon we can definitely have Stelios, come back on an actual webinar with us where we can oh, yeah. take lines with Stelio and with Johnny, of course. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. Uh, you know, you can invite Ted if you want to, but you, know, <laughs> you guys. But, um, any last minute thoughts before we, we, we wrap up this interview with you, Stelios? Anything in the pipeline that, that you have going on that you might want to mention to, for, uh, to us?
3: Well, uh, you know, it's been a challenging year, but uh, there's more to come. You know, a big project now is in Santorini, uh, oh. after taking Sigala's winery, uh, which is a huge, huge project there. Santorini is really on the top of the of the, um, of, of the top of, of of Greek wine. Um, very challenging there because the tourist business last year has been uh, very deep financially, but things are changing now, and uh, lots of new projects. I mean, uh, the most important is you know talking about the sparkling before. We're working on a on a on a sparkling rosé and white method traditionnel, which is going to be very, very interesting as well. So more to come, guys. More Excellent. to come. Well, thank you very much for having
1: me. Thank you. Thank, thank you for you. me. Johnny, thank you very much as always. You're My the pleasure. You, are. you want thank to take us out?
0: Yep. Thank you everybody for watching, for listening. We will have all the information uh, everywhere this is, podcast, video, uh, get the apps, go to the websites, greekwineclub.co, greekazon.com, and much more to come with amazing people such as Stelios Butari. Stelios, thank you once again. We appreciate it so much. Thank Thank you, you.
3: Ari. Thank you, Foti. Thank you, Johnny. All the best, guys.
0: All All right. Stay well, everyone. Thank you.